0: Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm your host, Emmy Morgan. I do apologize for taking the two Sundays off, but, you know, everybody needs a rest. If I'm ever... If you come to the page and there isn't a new show, please feel free to roam around and look at the different um, shows that we've had in the past, our old shows, because they're still really good, especially my interviews. Uh, My favorite interview date, oh, man, I want to say it was Shane Johnson, just because I've I become, in, like, um, social media friends with people. And, you know, it goes back and forth. There's nothing like having an actual conversation with someone that instantly makes you feel closer to that person. And although I've, you know, gotten closer to my other guests, Even sometimes before um, they've come on as my guests, like Clayton James, he goes by Clayton James now instead of Clayton Chitty. Um, He and I got super close. He was one of the first people that I ever told about, like I came out to him as trans. He was one of the first people. So he and I were close before he even became a guest on the show. Same with Brian. Um, move, but there's just nothing like sitting down and being like, "All right, tell me about your life," and you get that like whole spiel. Cause you don't. I personally don't do that when I become friends with someone through social media. I'm not like, "Hey, tell me about your life, beginning to end." I don't do that. On this show, I'm able to do that, and it's so cool to like find out. Like, I still am blown away that Shane knew. Actress who played Angela, like they went to high school together. Like, how crazy is that? That's like the craziest coincidence ever. And look at Shane's career now. Um, we're gonna talk about it, but yeah, I'm just like so surprised. But uh, since you mentioned it, let's talk about power book Two. Can I just say, and I, I can because you know. You know, I don't know why people ask that question. Can I ask you a question? Just fucking ask it. Um, can I just say <laughs> Power Book 2 Ghost First of all, that title is way too long. Just call it Power Book 2. Holy Mother of God. That show is so ridiculously good. I can't. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I just watched the season finale this um this morning because stars if you have if you pay for stars' premium service either through Hulu or you have the app, you get episodes the day before they're about to air, so it's it's airing tonight sunday nights at nine it it airs I got it this morning at twelve so I don't know if it's new writers or if they learn from past mistakes, but this show has so many amazing things going on with it. Oh my goodness. I am so obsessed with the show. I'm like. I look forward to Sunday morning so that I know. Every, You know, some kids have Sunday morning cartoons. I've got Sunday morning power being up with the Kardashians because I watched that on Sundays right after. Um, they ironed out all the kinks from the other show. They're telling this story so well. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. Um, they expanded Sax's character so much in this that, well, first of all, I've always been a Sax fan, you all know. So I'm a little biased when I say it. But I love the fact that they gave Sax a backstory so that Shane can actually, I mean, Shane's probably made up a backstory in his head before. That'd be an interesting question. I should ask it. Does the backstory you made up in your head, scene equal the backstory the show gave you? I'm going to ask him that. Um, yeah, I love the show. And let me tell you, last week, whew, method man took off his clothes and he had a sex scene. That was 30 years in the making. Holy hell, his body is ridiculous. His body is, he's got the body of a 30-year-old. Oh, my God. And this man, I think damn near 50. Mary J. Blige, fucking phenomenal in the show. She is, like, her character of Monet is so icy queen. Like, if I saw her in the grocery store, I wouldn't even look at her. Because I'd be scared I didn't look at her right. She is so good at this role. I, If this woman doesn't get nominated for an Emmy, like the way she can cut a line, I'm like, whoa, Mary. Oh, the show is just like, oh, my God. I fucking love it. I fucking love this show. I even like Tariq. And y'all know I hated Tariq in Power. Tariq is actually a likable character in this show. Wow. I I honestly should look up if they have the same writers because it just feels so different. It feels so much better. It feels so much neater and cleaner. And although Tasha's in jail and she's trying to protect Tariq, you feel bad for her too. And, oh, it's just so good. Such a good show. I have nothing but great things to say about that show. There is one storyline. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't like it. It's like a double storyline. I don't like it. It's weird. It's, it's, yeah, no, I don't like it. That's the only storyline I don't like on the show. Other than that, it's perfect. Um, keeping up with the Kardashians in this last season. I think it's probably because they weren't sure about Corona, like how they were going to do it, how they were going to film. Just to let you know, I just took a free, fr- free Friday class with Script Writing Universe. And this past Friday they had Brian Unger as a guest speaker and he was saying reality TV shows right now are the way to go. Filming reality TV shows are better, easier, and quicker. And they're, the networks are starving for content. So I'm desperately trying to get my reality TV show in someone's hands. I'm actually working on my pitch deck right now. So, um, yeah, but this show, you can feel like, Starting to kinda of like eh, they're running out of ideas. Like the biggest thing for the past season and a half, um, or maybe just one season, they're playing a prank on Chris Jenner, Chloe pretending to be Chris, dressing up as Chris, taking weird photos, and then Sending it to Chris saying, Is this you? And she's like, Oh my God, I was so drunk. Maybe that was me. That's the biggest storyline. I mean, <laughs> okay. And then this week, Chloe is relentless with Kim, I want you to get rid of your fear of spiders. North loves spiders and she wants spiders for a pet, so I'm going to advocate for North. Why can't her dad? It was just forced, forced, forced. So, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have an idea to pitch. <laughs> I the guy. Um, she gets over it in one episode, apparently. The best part about that show is that Kim has a platform, and she used it for good. She went and found four women that were wrongfully accused and sent to prison, and she got them pardoned. I will say I have to give her props for that. A couple of times during the show, it did feel a little bit like She was playing up for the camera, hugging for the camera, telling somebody. Let me tell you something. I do not tell people I love them if I don't love them. Oh, I love you. I'm like, oh, Kim. She's not invited to your Christmas party. She's not coming over for tea. Don't say that to someone. Oh, I just don't like that part. Um, Rob is still MIA. They did deal with a a very topical situation. Scott suddenly feels run down. He doesn't know what's going on. Kim tells him to go to his doctor. He goes to his doctor and finds out he's producing less testosterone. Instead of taking testosterone pills, he changes his diet habits, and he starts exercising. I mean... If Caitlyn hadn't transitioned, this would be Bruce's storyline. Let's just keep it real. Um, do you wish for this last season Rob and Caitlyn would have been featured? Um, this is – Rob and Caitlyn were there from the beginning. So how about we wrap it up with them, you know? Uh, whatever issues you got going on with Caitlyn, she's still your family. She's still your dad, so, you know, but Rob has body issues. Wouldn't it be wonderful to see the new Rob? Um, yeah, I just, it's not done yet, so maybe there is time, but, yeah. Um. So I watched SNL for the first time tonight, or this morning, actually, and I hadn't seen it in, like, decades. I don't even Remember what the last episode I saw. Cast is totally different. I don't know. I'm kind of kind of crushing on Pete Davidson. I don't know. I'm not even sure why I'm crushing on him. He's just so adorable. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. He's, he's nothing like I would. I would never date a tall, skinny guy. I, I just wouldn't. But, God, he's cute. It's just like his personality. I kind of want to, uh, like, date Colin Jost just to steal him away from Scarlett Johansson so she's she's lonely. I know that's awful to say. She just, that girl rubs me the wrong way. She just does. I want her to be alone for a minute. (laughs) No, No, but Colin Jost is probably the hottest guy there. But Something I've learned I've learned that when you see a guy that's super cute, super fun, just a great guy and he's with someone that's not so great, he probably isn't great himself that's why he's with her because there's a reason why people are together um. I've I've just learned that. And what's weird is it doesn't really go the other way. Like, I've never seen a girl and been like, oh, she's probably a a bitch because her boyfriend's a dick. Normally, women try to change guys that are dicks. And I see, I know, I personally know a lot of women that, are with men that are just shit. And I don't know one guy that's with a girl, and he's a nice guy, and she's a total bitch. Typically, they're both assholes when, when you break it down. Um, actually, no, that's a lie. I do know one guy. He is so nice, and he's with an evil woman. I do know that. Okay, I lied. I know one. I didn't think I did, but I know one. But it's typically more the other way around. And that's pretty sad. It really is. Uh, P.S., because I was just thinking about equality. So in this country, one of the biggest issues women face, and I mean all women, including trans Women face inequality of pay, job duties, job title, advancement. Everything across the board is uneven with women to men. We can all agree there. So you have these people that say they want equal pay for women. You have these people that agree, trans women are women. You have these people that say women can do absolutely anything men can do. All supportive, right? Until you get to the issue of teenage sports. Oh, that trans girl is in a relay race with my daughter who's not trans? Oh, that's an unfair advantage because she was born a man. I thought you said that men and women are creating equal. So which is it, bitch? You can't have it both ways. I feel like a lot of that happens in this country. We say one thing until it's affected us and then we change our minds. and we backpedal. But we don't acknowledge the fact that we fucked up in the beginning. Biggest example of that, and I know I'm jumping topics right now, is Donald J. Trump Sr man called the coronavirus a hoax. Then he said, it's the Chinese virus. Then he said, oh, not that many people are getting harmed from it. Then he said, look, only a 100K out of a billion died. Then he said, oh, it's going to go away too. It's It's almost gone. By fall, it'll be gone. Then he said, You really don't need to wear a mask. And then finally he said, me and the first lady have COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus. Pray for us together. I'm sorry, did you remember all the shit you just said before? All the victims affected, all the families affected, and you did nothing and you said bad stuff? And to top it all off? This man who who said athletes kneeling was those sons of bitches, they're disrespecting the flag. They need to honor our service men and women. I want trans men and women that are in the military to be fired. They don't need benefits. It's too costly. It's a burden. We need to respect our, our troops. Our troops need to have better... Whatever he would put in there. Oh, I'm going to deploy our troops at the border. Without our troops, this country wouldn't run. So then he backpedals and says, well, I got coronavirus from one of our troops. Listen, if you don't believe me, Google it. This man backpedals on everything without acknowledging the fact that he Told a huge, huge inaccuracy in the beginning. And that's the trend. That is the trend of this society today. We don't look up things well enough. We backpedal on things. We don't apologize for when we're wrong. And if somebody else goes against us, oh, they're a hater. They're a hater. I have a friend on TikTok. Um, if you follow him, Wake Up Lee. He came out and said, you know, some of these big creators with millions of followers don't follow or don't promote smaller creators. He got flack for that. People came after his neck for saying that. People called him the N-word. People said homophobic slurs to him, all because he spoke up and said the truth. This one guy said, why don't you tag me in that? He's like, uh, I don't know who you are, but why would you want to be part of this conversation? Then the guy blocked him and said nasty things about him. Like, people, we were taught when we were younger, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all, number one. Number two, apologize when you're wrong. Number three, don't touch what's not yours. And number four, Try to be a good person. Fuck. The second we become adults, we forget everything that we've learned. Everything. Disgusting. We need to get back to being that person that our parents taught us to be when we were younger. I'm not talking about the neo-Nazi skinheads that are raising kids. I'm talking about honoring golden rule, making sure that you are just a good fucking person at the end of the day. You might not care about stranger B walking down the street, but you have no idea who that person could be in your life. That could be your next boss. That could be your coworker. That could be the person that one of your relatives bring home to a fucking party as their, their spouse. You don't know who the fuck that person is. Be kind, period. And if you call someone out when they're not kind, that isn't you being a hater. That's you telling the truth. Still tell the truth. Just don't make shit up. Still to embellish the truth. Because the truth will always have a way of coming out. So, um... You guys know that TikTok is saying it got bought by Oracle. Um, I actually am at 1300 close to 1400 and I can go live at any moment. I do want to let you guys know. So when I go live, I'm going to have a point system. Um, I know it's silly, but I'm going to do this once a, a month. And how the point system goes is this: if you uh, gift me in my live, I'm gonna I'm gonna do one live a month this way. I'll probably do weekly lives though, to be honest with you. Um, but but yeah, I um I just decided that I'm gonna. I'm going to do this. I think it's going to be a good thing. So, sorry, I'm just writing down the rules so that I can articulate them. Uh, Okay. So, here's going to be my, my point, my gifting point. If you give me one concert, I'll give you a TikTok follow. Two... One legendary, a TikTok, and an Instagram follower. Follow, follower. Two legendaries, one TikTok and Instagram follow, plus a shout-out on this show. I'll say your name at the end of the show. Shout-out to my TikTok followers, blah, blah, blah. Three legendaries or more. Instagram and TikTok follow. Shout-out on this podcast. Every entry three and up, or, sorry, every legendary, after your third legendary and beyond, you get put into a raffle. That raffle, at the end of, the, towards the end of the live, you get to win two books. My first two books. Again, I'm doing this once a month. So, if you give me six legendaries, that I am working in my head. That'll be three entries in the pot. okay? So your name could possibly be. And there will be signs by me, obviously, and I will ship them anywhere you wish. But, yeah, um, that's going to be my point system, and I'll have to say it during every live. I'm going to do, like, the first live of the month. That's when I'll do that. Um, I'm excited because I'm going to be experiencing new things, and I'm going to take you guys live with me. Uh, Miss Emmy Morgan is my, Ms. Emmy Morgan is my TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Yeah, I can't wait to take you guys live. I'm going to take you guys backstage on Kitty, the movie set that I'm going to be um, at next year, I also am going to start doing this thing called uh, Face Your Fears. What that is is I'm going to start doing things on my live that I've never done before. And I want to be able to do them because I want to face my own fears. So, So look for that live. I'll I'll make an announcement before I go live. I won't, like, just do it sporadically. You should definitely follow me on TikTok. Even if you don't have a TikTok, well, even if you don't want to post your own TikTok stuff, you will get a kick. Listen, this world right now needs laughter. It it needs two things, laughter and education. I do both of those on my TikTok. I'll make you laugh, and I'll post something that, that you need to be informed about. So... Go ahead and give me a follow. Um, It seems like every month there's been something crazy that's happened. Last month's crazy thing was uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. This month is Donald Trump getting coronavirus. But not only Donald Trump, though, everyone in the White House has seemingly contracted coronavirus. And it's crazy. It's like so crazy how many people in the White House have gotten coronavirus. I'm waiting for the Trump children to come out and say that they've got coronavirus too. Um, But here's the thing. One more thing about Trump and then I'm moving on. Social media is running rampant right now. Everybody's either laughing at Trump, saying, that's karma because of what you did, or they're wishing him death. I hope you die from Corona. Here's why I'm going to give a pass to the third people. All right. Um, I'm not going to say that. I don't wish death on anybody. I really don't. Um, What I'm going to say is this. I'm going to let karma do whatever karma needs to do. That's what I'm going to say on that. I don't feel the need to wish death upon him or anybody right now, and I especially don't think having corona is the way to go. But having said that, when the President of the United States was on a national platform, instead of talking about the troops, instead of talking about uh, the social divide in the country and trying to unite us, instead of talking about, you know, I was pretty hard on the LGBTQ community, I'm going to try to fix that in my next term, he said... Proud boys, stand by. Basically, he said, if I don't get my way, I want you to kill people. So for these people to say then, well, you got a deadly virus. I hope you die from it. I'm going to give them a pass on. Yes, I believe when they go low, we go high. I believe that. But he instructed us to be killed. He did that. He wasn't banned. He wasn't taken to task for that. People let that go. He didn't condemn white supremacy. He didn't condemn the KKK. Everybody let that go. Yet, when people, other people say, you know what, I'm glad you got it. Oh, you're bad. You're mean. You're awful. Why are they awful? Yes, what he did is awful irreprehensible, but you've not said anything about that. If you're going to point a finger at this person, point one at him as well, because what he said was horrible. He said it on national TV. It's gone viral. The world knows what he said now. Huh? I'm not trying to be the tit-for-tat kind of person, but you have to be fair. If you're saying someone's needs to be canceled for wishing death upon someone, then include him in the conversation because he wished death upon us. And nobody even batted an eye. It's strange. It's very strange. I think we need to do better. We need to do much, much better. So, um, last I'll speak of him. I do want to make mention to soap fans who are desperate for quality content, not the four shows that blend together and that you can't even tell the difference between anymore because they share storylines, sometimes even cast members. Forever in a Day is a podcast soap opera. Basically what a podcast soap opera is it has a narrator that tells you where the scene is taking place, some of the action. It has actors that voice their roles. Everything's done through the podcast. It's all audio. There's no video. Forever and a Day is probably one of the best that I've ever listened to. I'm completely hooked. They just announced on Friday two things. One, they have a Christmas episode, which would bring their show to 15 episodes. And two, there is a season two. So, guys, definitely, definitely go listen to it. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it's it's worth it. If you're a soap fan, you will love this show. It is so good. The last main topic I have, I want to give a shout-out are the show's fans in Cambodia, Spain and Canada. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. If you have access to uh, access if you have access to TikTok, go follow me and miss Emmy Morgan you will laugh We all need to laugh right now um, my Eva Mendez moment uh I had a couple of them, actually. Uh, gosh, what would be the best Eva Mendes moment that I had this week? I'm trying to narrow it down. Um, let me think. I should have thought about this before I got on the show. Um, Let me see. Eva Mendes moment. Uh, Probably when my friend, my social media friend, Paris Clark Jr. duetted me. That was my Eva Mendes moment because I didn't ask him to duet me. Um, he saw one of my videos, thought it was hilarious, showed it to his mom. His mom thought it was hilarious. She's like, I got to duet this. And his duet was even funnier than my video. Um, so I'm going to say that was it. That was my Eva Mendez moment. Oh, I have two. I'll, I'll give you two. I won't go, go any further than that because I have, I have a couple. My other Eva Mendez moment would have to be overall, I'm going to say collectively over the past couple weeks. I'm going to make up for a lot of time. Meeting my friend Jolie Lang. He is so amazing. I love that man. He and I had a long talk and he told me all about his life and I told him about mine. And I love you, Jolie. If you guys aren't following him, wake up Jolie on TikTok. He is the, but you can't befriend him because he's my friend. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He's amazing. He's moving to Nicaragua December 1st, which i so sad. So now in November, I have to hurry up and go um, hang out with him before he leaves Louisiana and the U.S. But, I mean, he'll be back and forth at some point, but he's, he's going to be living there full time. So, mm-hmm. I hate that. Um, yeah. I'd say meeting meeting him would be also another Eva Mendes moment that I have. So, anyways, thank you so much for listening, everyone. I really appreciate you uh, again for the third time. Check out my TikTok, Miss Emmy Morgan. Laugh, learn, and love. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea.